This episode of The Instance is brought to you by DoghouseSystems.com. It's where I game every day. I love my Doghouse system, and you will too. Go to DoghouseSystems.com right now. When you decide what you're getting, make sure you use the checkout code FROGPANTS. It's going to save you some money. That's DoghouseSystems.com and the code FROGPANTS. You're listening to Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Instance episode 495. This is uh, for July 7th, 2017. I'm Scott Johnson with Patrick Beja, who was just here with me. You were you were here like a week ago. In fact, a week ago today. Uh, I'm seven minutes into my little introduction thing, and you're about 15 minutes away from coming up and sitting on stage. And I was already teary-eyed at that point. Aww. It was so emotional. Aww. Um, yeah, yeah, I miss having you guys here. We So, as is typical with all nerdtaculars of the past, uh, when, when you're here and Turkster's here and all my friends are here, um, because it's a fan event, and we're primarily throwing it for them and to meet them and hang out with them, uh, one of the sad side effects is I don't feel like I get to spend near enough time with you and people like you. So we made this effort Saturday morning to have breakfast. Was it Saturday or Friday? I don't remember. One of those mornings. Uh, Saturday. Oh, Friday morning. Friday and morning. And Sunday. Yeah. Friday morning we had breakfast with Patrick and Terpster in my room. Um, Ooh, and it was special. It was I special. Oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. I showed up in a robe and that's all. Uh, Patrick showed up in cheesecloth and, and a glass of wine in one hand and, a and, a and, a and Terpster yeah. was smothered in a meat pie. <laughs> well, wait a minute. British. That's what British people do when they're getting sexy is put, uh, smear themselves in meat pie. All right. I, I, I'd say, you know, British people have no idea what sexy means. So that would, that's probably what they would do. Probably. That's what I imagine anyway. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But anyway, that was those were lovely moments. But it always feels like uh, back to my original point. It feels like we we never have enough time uh, together, despite the fact that we're always recording something together. It's it's you know it's not quite the same when we get to be together. And then that entire breakfast, we mostly talked about uh, political upheaval in Europe and uh, <laughs> America, and you know kind of what you all know, that is. So that was weird. Yeah. You know what we need? What we need is a nerdtacular just for us. Yeah. Like a thing where we would just be uh, 10 people and hang out. Because when you put on the, sh the, the, the show, Nerdtacular, as you said, it's a fan event. And we want people who go there to have a nice time. And we spend a lot of time, you know, hanging out and chatting. And, and it's great for us as well, of course. But um, sure. Yeah, it it's it and every time we do it, and it's almost the same for BlizzCon. Every time we do it, we end up after three days having spent like fifteen minutes together, and um, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a little bit sad. <laughs> kind but, of the same know. thing, exactly. So so one day, I don't know when, but one day, like just a straight up retreat would be really cool. Ooh, maybe, that would be fun in the south of France. Yeah, mm. that exactly, like some kind of spa oh. where we're all together and we can like. Hang out in the hot tub and uh, have some special moments together. Mm, okay, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I will stop doing that. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, Terpster and uh, Dills, they may be joining us. I don't know about them to the call, so hopefully they'll pop in here. 
We have a ton to discuss today. I wanted to get something right out of the gate before we dive into the World of Warcraft 7.3 stuff. And that is this, that the uh, StarCraft remastered thing has a date and a price. Um, my confusion over it being free is now gone. I'm no longer confused. It's not free. It will cost you money. Um, but not too much. If you are interested in it, you will be able to pick it up on August 14th. Uh, digitally, I assume only. I doubt there's a disc release unless things go crazy um, for them. I mean, we're living in 2017. Who am I kidding? There's no disc release. It won't happen, I don't think. Um, but they could, you know, honestly, Patrick, they could capitalize and go, yo, let's do like a collector's all-time edition StarCraft One and Brood War package that's just like chock full of art and rad trinkets and they cool stuff could. they could do that but I, I, I honestly i doubt it would yeah. sell very much i don't think it's worth i mean it would sell but i don't think it's worth creating because there aren't enough people like maybe a few hundred if that yeah so i don't think it's worth it the focus will be on the digital release and it's going to be 15 bucks they seem to like this number so uh, the price of the necro yeah price for the price of the necro you get starcraft one and brood war with uh, enhanced network capabilities so it can be functional and usable on uh, Battle.net or rather the Blizzard launcher and all that. So all those new... I don't think many people are going to be playing it, though. I mean, for the first month, Oh, sure. I'm, I'm going to play like a crazy. I have so much love I, for the original StarCraft that it's ridiculous, so I cannot wait how, for this. How long do you think you're going to be playing it? Um, I guarantee you it's not going to be more than a couple of weeks. All right, so I got a nostalgia bubble. That, yeah. that that's welling up in my soul for it. And I realize that that is going to distort my reality. So I'm admitting right up front and early that, that yes, uh, I'm pro okay. Let's just be honest. I'm probably going to play it for a, a week or two. A few old friends of mine and I will get together and we'll build a lot of towers and send a lot of Zerg places. But am I going to go forever and be like, you know, months? No, no, I'm not going to. Exactly. But that's so but, yeah. But 15, it's gonna be a couple of weeks max, yeah. And and that's okay, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, and I can return just, to it here and there, and I it would be fun to have some little tournaments, maybe. And and I don't know, like Brood War is great. There's guardians in it, and those are good. Those are good units on the Zerg side, and they don't <laughs> exist in two, at least in the campaign. Or no, they don't exist in the multiplayer. I don't think. Do guardians exist? I don't think so. I don't know. You're, you're asking the wrong person about StarCraft. You didn't I play back then, played. right? That wasn't your thing. Well, I played a little bit because everyone played. Like, yeah. if you, if people who are, you know, there might be people who are too young now to remember the days of StarCraft. Yeah. Um, back in late 90s, everyone was playing StarCraft. And there were two things. There were fighting games and uh, RTS, which were basically StarCraft. Yeah, that's so, true. So, yeah, I played a little bit at the time, but... No, not to the point that it makes me all tingly inside that they're, that they're making uh, doing a remake. You know what I should do? I should just see if he. I don't know if he's on Skype or not. I know Garrett's in our chat room. I bet he. I bet Garrett Weinzerpel has something to say. If I. Oh sure. Him. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, a thing he is to say. in the chat room. There we go. He I'm is. sure he's going to be on Skype. Although it says he's not logged in. Well, he's gonna he's gonna launch. Uh, Skype now that he's hearing this, I'm sure. Or he's going to tell us, leave me alone. Oh. I'm busy. I have a life. Also, I may not have him on. You know what? Instead, Garrett, if you hop into the uh, the Frog Pants, uh, uh, the Frog Pants, uh, what do you call it? Frog Pants uh, Discord at frogpants.com slash Discord. If you're not already oh, in there. You can... have, we have, oh, 
maybe he has the wrong Scott. He's saying you're offline. Yeah, it's the wrong one. I I'm offline. Given... Wait, I can bring him in. Go, yeah, surely. bring him in. Add him to the call. I want. He's his old Wait, StarCraft guy, I... so he would have. How a thing... do I do that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Add to the call. There we go. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna work. This is Garrett Weinzroll. This is some good podcasting, is what we got going here. Yeah, I, I think we're pretty good on the uh, podcasting entertainment value. Oh yeah, no. Listen, people right now are thinking this might be the greatest moment of their lives. Garrett, are you there? This is the greatest moment of my life. Oh, fantastic! Ooh. It's Garrett Weinzroll, everybody. So we, before we get off this topic, we should probably talk to a guy who's got StarCraft in his veins. Um, you know, I mean, as much you are as, selling, you are selling my prowess at StarCraft way too much. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's, not, there's it, a reason. There is a reason uh, StarCast is no longer going and it is now just a hero show. That is true. But I but yeah, and we could get into that. But I but here's the thing. Uh, by the way, it was nice seeing you at Nerdtacular as well. It was lovely. Uh, it was OK. Yeah. It, was, it was nice I mean, getting horribly spanked by you or with you, Scott, while uh, while, wait, while Patrick. Yeah. While, while Patrick, Patrick me to the point of uh, me questioning if I still liked him or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, there was this competition and Terpsters uh, and Patrick and Jerry and I could, who else? Bill and someone else. Was that it? Maybe that was uh, it. So really, right. it was just real. Uh, let's be honest. I mean, it was mostly it was mostly jury. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was definitely jury on our team. Uh, which, by the name, by the way, uh, our team's name was ex entirely appropriate. It was the Men of Thundering Beauty. Yeah. Uh, it was myself, Turfster, Jury, and uh, Bill Duran. Yeah. Uh, the, the cosplay maker extraordinaire. Yeah, and you guys dominated However, us, you buttholes. Yes, we did. We did. I mean, we we supported Jury emotionally, and he went on to win everything. However, since you are mentioning it. I do want to uh, uh, very quickly say that Garrett knows what's coming. He knows, and he's ready to take it like a champ. Okay. Um, there are two things that Garrett loves more than life and possibly more than his wife. Lizard games and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And there were, in that, uh, in that uh, tournament, Two questions asked of his team about Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. Choked on both. <laughs> yep. Hard to see. As yeah. a friend, Garrett, I was. It was very confusing for me because I was happy that we were winning, but at the same time, I was sad that uh, he didn't get them. And you know that. Well, just well listen, how listen. If, uh, if a five-second warning was a fifteen-second warning in reality, like it was for you, a holes, <laughs> uh, the first day. Um, we would have gotten Rogue One. Yeah. As for uh, the plan is to episode so, three, I haven't seen episode three in forever. And uh, and had had I been allowed to include planets from the montage that Brian specifically said to exclude to screw me over, I would have wrecked you, fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Well, the interesting thing is that we're hearing excuse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's all right. move on. Let's move on. So, so I, I, I didn't hear you winning those questions. I heard Jerry winning them. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm absolutely, you know, we were there to uh, look pretty yeah. and support jury as he was answering. Well, I'm absolutely. Well, you, you succeeded in one of those, the supporting jury while he answered part, <laughs> not the pretty part so much. Uh, all right. So, Garrett, I'm curious, first of all, the price and also what do you think the reception is going to be? And are we all just nostalgic and only going to play for a couple of weeks or does this thing have longer legs and, and we're not giving it enough credit? 
Um, I, I, I think it's, it's for Starcraft fans, man. It's, if you don't like Starcraft, it's, it's not for you. If, if, uh, if, which like Patrick, I don't think you're really a big Starcraft fan. So I'm not surprised to hear you're not all that hype, but I am a Starcraft fan. Uh, and it's been a long time since I've spent any time with, uh, the original. So I'm very much ready for this. And if nothing else, the, the kind of video game archivist in me is really glad that it's coming back. It's getting spruced up. We're going to be able to play this sucker in honest to God, 16 by nine with, and, and, and I'm also part of me is glad that it's not full 3d, that it's just cleaned up sprites. I am so excited about sprite like video game sprites as an art form mm-hmm. uh, that they're sticking with it and just making them more high fidelity. Yeah, I am as well. I mean, but I it, think, <clears throat> go ahead, Patrick. I think uh, that what we're saying is uh, I, I, the question is, of course, it's more the archival in everyone who's going to want to have it. But the question is, are you going to be playing it on a regular basis? And that's what I'm not sure about. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm definitely not, but I'm I'm gonna definitely go through the campaign again for both the original and Brood War, and that's that's the main reason main reason I want it. That's oh, so you're you're gonna play it like the single player part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's always been uh, personally my main draw for StarCraft and and esports. And if we get anything out of this, I don't I don't know if we're gonna if this is gonna breed like a uh, <laughs> a spinoff of WCS that's specifically Brood War again. Mm. Uh, but if we get anything, if we get uh, even just grassroots. Uh, tournaments popping up a la the beginning of Wings of Liberty. I am going to watch the crap out of it. Yeah, I would I could go for some exhibition style stuff even if it never goes beyond that. Um that would be really fun to watch. I the campaign I have big questions about though. I assume it's just going to be slightly higher resolution well not slightly a lot higher resolution version of what it used to be and that old story was just told with like this weird monitor system. Do you remember that? It was just like here's mm-hmm. here's a uh, freaking Arcturus talking to so and so and there's Jim Rayner down there going, I'm going to go do the thing. And it was all just told with voice mainly and a couple of yeah. animated heads. I, I assume they're not. That's it. I mean, we're not getting. No, a, that's going to stay the same. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to redo. That. And now now, yeah, how about this, though? Are we going to are they going to force me to watch those terrible cutscenes that do not? Yes, hold of course up? they are. Oh, they're so well, bad. Force you, I mean, better. You can, you can press escape to <laughs> skip them, I'm sure. But yes, they're not going to redo. That would be fun. If they remade the cutscenes in like modern, even if it was like a, a, I don't know, a 3D engine, like the StarCraft II 3D engine, yeah. that would be fun. But I don't oh, think that, that would be that would bad. be rad. I would not. Yeah, for 15 bucks, though, I don't think they're gonna do no, that. No. Which makes yeah. me sad because I don't know. I don't know where you two fall on the Halo fanboy scale. But when they redid the uh, the cinematics for Halo 2 um, in the Master Chief Collection, I was very much into that. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, no, I'd forgotten they did that actually. Um, I'm all for that sort of thing. Oh, a wild terpster appears. Throw a ball at Hello, it. Hello, sorry. Oh. Yeah, and no, I've been trying to set up a computer. I've done it, though. You've done it. Well done. Excellent. I've done it. Yay. You set up the computer. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, and it's a face with a current beard. I like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to. How do I do the webcam thing? Uh, I don't know. You press on the little uh, icon with there the There isn't a picture camera of a camera. There's a microphone or there's a plus is it a plus? Oh, that's just the to plus add people. Will add people to the call. There, you don't want to no, do that. I can share screens. I can send contacts. Oh yeah, so share, I can take share a your screen. That's what you do. No, so don't no, share no, your you, screen. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, Patrick's no? trying to get you to show us what's on your desktop. Is what he's doing. Oh, hang on, it's not plugged in. I don't. Think. <laughs> that that would be a good reason why. Uh, all right. So while he's looking for that, uh, uh, Garrett. So uh, we have a very a very uh, uh, filled show. Like, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, there's a ton do to talk wanna... about. You know what we ought yeah. to do? Garrett, do you want to hang around? Do you, want, do you feel like just hanging around with us today? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah sure. All why right. not? I don't know. I still haven't heard from Dill. Oh, so by the way, Garrett, we we called it, didn't we, for the expansion? Pretty. Oh, much we totally. We right, absolutely I, called it, man. I saw I saw that tweet from you at like I don't know 1:30 a.m. last night or something, and I didn't reply because I was falling asleep. But we we <laughs> totally called it on an episode of the Angry Chicken that is not skull? currently on the podcast feed because the audio ended up being it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> so but you have no proof, is what you're saying. Like one or something of that, but there would be a mechanism to turn you into a lich. And we were there. We, oh. were, we were pretty much exactly there. Wow. I, I'm blown away. All right. We'll get to that Hearthstone bit in a bit. Uh, let's dive into this, uh, this WoW stuff and we'll get going here. So here you go. Whoops. Where is it? Here it is. All right. 7.3. We haven't talked a ton about so it. We probably you say that. What? Sorry. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Can I say, uh, you know, there are weeks where there's not a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, sometimes Blizzard wakes up and it's like, World of Warcraft, patch, patch 7.3, uh, Hearthstone, new expansion announced, Heroes of the Storm, new characters, Diablo, Necromancer is out, Overwatch, new characters available. What is happening? Yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Literally, there's stuff. literally there's StarCraft news. Like, straight up, that $15 yeah. thing is coming in August. Like, there's every single uh, piston is firing at Blizzard this week, and I don't know I why they... I there was like a, like a, a drunk bet and they all say, oh, I bet, I bet we could make more noise about our thing than you could about your thing. Oh, really? Go on then. And so then they've all done it at the same time. Yeah. I, I think I think StarCraft wins, though. They just, they're like, hold my beer. Here's Brood War news. <laughs> yeah. Brood War news does have a tendency to shake things up a little bit. But um, let's talk about 7.3 in World of Warcraft. Uh, the things that we should be excited about. So the big summary comes down to this. 7.3. Uh, we'll be bringing us new zone. Actually, it's three zone. No, two zones in Argus. It's three. It's three. three. Is it three? Okay, I always get the number. Three on Argus. Up. Yeah. Three Only on the Argus. first one available on the PTR now. Correct. Oh, that's right. That's why I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking less because of the PTR. Anyway, uh, so you can go test that thing out on the PTR right now. But anyway, Argus uh, is three total zones, which means bunch of story, bunch of quests, world quests, all that stuff. There are new mounts. There are new weapon appearances, journal entries uh, for the seat of the triumvirate dungeon. And the final raid, which is called Antorus, the Burning Throne, uh, is the oh, new man. raid. Yeah. Now, the, okay, the, so Terpster, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here. So can you can you give me background on like? Scott, we're fighting Titans. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so I mean, at the moment, it's all data mine. People don't really know. Spoilers uh, inbound. However, it appears I don't think they're Titans. I think they're fragments of Titan souls in like avatars or whatever's. Um, but it looks like we're kind of hopefully kind of old war esque going through beating up Titans or their whatever, redeeming them of whatever corruption from the void that they've been suffering from um, or fell, who knows? Um, and then, you know, I'm hoping cause it's weird. Cause the last, last we knew they were dead. They were gone. Uh, it's quite sad, quite depressing. Our gods have died. Um, but Apparently, or maybe they're not dead. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, like or maybe they're not. And okay. concise is that. Yeah. Um, it's do, just super exciting, though. We're do, have some crazy do, stuff. do you think that they're okay? So I'll give you some names here. Uh, Garathi Worldbreaker. Tell, what's his deal? Who's that? I, I don't. I don't know that one. <laughs> that's not a titan. I don't think that's a titan. I think There's, that's just a dude. Okay. I, I don't think we know. I mean, we know obviously Sargeras, whose hounds we're gonna fight. Uh, we know Varimathras. A uh, really evil demon, but I think 
and Argus, obviously, the last one. Um, but I'm which not sure we know any of the other ones, Argus right? Argus is the name of the planet, which there means yeah. that their planet had a Titan soul within it that apparently is hatched, and maybe that's why it's sundered. Mm. Maybe that's why it's all kind of ripped apart. And maybe, you know, they gave over their Titan to Sargeras. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's exciting, though. It's a, lots of cool stuff happening. Argus the Unmaker is your final boss. And so, so I'm, I'm guessing that if this is a Titan soul of the planet itself of Argus, this is not something we've seen before. In fact, it's almost a spoiler to know that that's the boss, right? Kind of. Yeah. And, yeah, and but I don't so think for, it's for necessarily people... a Titan soul, I think it may be a fully fledged. But maybe, maybe who knows? I don't mm. know. We'll find. Yeah. Maybe it'll but be for, a for giant face on know. the planet, a la Guardians Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want—is a face. On, I want it to say, "Show me what you've got," and then we all attack it. I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> and we all get swifty. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for for people who don't know, who haven't been following what happens in Seven Two at the end of the um, Sargeras raid, we basically. Uh, well, again, spoilers, but it's been out for a while. Uh, the we we go to Argus, and then um, uh, uh, what's his face? Illidan is like, oh, quickly, shit wizard, activate the thing to get us back to uh, Azeroth. Ah, oh, hurry up! And so he activates it, and then they're like, oh, phew, we're back in Azeroth. Everything's fine. And they look up, and there's sort of a giant, like sky-sized portal, which got uh, Argus in like super close proximity to Azeroth. It's like, imagine uh, uh, portal portals, like from the game, except it's the size of a planet and you can see in the sky through space and you can see Argus and it's incredible kind of. looking. Like it's, it's so, super. So if you've, have you played a demon hunter? Yeah. Uh, yes. So in your starting mission, you go and you retrieve this uh, keystone um, and that's Mardun, the whole starting mission right? of Mardun. Exactly. And that yeah. is basically um Sargeras's keystone which he uses to travel between legion worlds now that's what Illidan uses in that final encounter like you know Cadgar's like well at least we died fighting and Illidan's like oh MacGuffin and pulls out this keystone <laughs> um which uh the the wardens had taken off of Illidan and as a demon hunter in your class hall you kind of find out where that is and try and retrieve that um Illidan's now got it and either it's changed either it's been changed by illidan or it's always been this way which kind of flags up a few issues but uh, illidan uses it to open a portal to azeroth which then cadgar teleports everyone through um but if that is the case then why didn't sargeras just you know use his keystone to travel to azeroth well, i wonder if it's like you've got to you've got to know it I, exactly i imagine they put some some magic in there um but obviously this is where it's a little bit kind of uh, you know, Illidan, why did we trust you, you son of a gun? Uh, because, you know, he's opened this portal, this keystone, and in doing so has left the, the portal open. So from Azeroth's perspective, it's like, well, hang on, didn't we just try and defeat these guys and stop them coming through? And now we've got a direct portal that can go both ways um, for, for their home world. Like, have you just screwed us completely? Whereas obviously Illidan being the chaotic good that he is, is thinking, nah, this is great. Now we can't avoid it. I've forced the hand of Azeroth. Like, now we have to go and defeat and deal with the Legion once and for all. Mm. Um, Which is great that's because that's... such an Illidan thing to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's his whole thing. Like, Illidan's uh, uh, goal was to get rid of the Legion once and for all. And if he hadn't done this, it would just have been, oh, we defeated them, you know. We would have had 
another Legion themed expansion, like three expansions from now. And it, we would have had to get Illidan again and like to get everyone to go like, oh my God, Sargeras is back. But now we're going to go to Argus, like which is an other planet. Like when you're on Argus, Argus, you can see Azeroth in the sky. It looks awesome. And uh, maybe we'll get to some of the other features that are in that patch, but some of them are really cool. Yeah, I'm excited about all that story business and what the questing will be and all that stuff. So uh, so that's all coming. Um, here's how it's all going to begin. You're going to auto-accept a quest. It's one of those pop-up deals that you get in the game. They're pretty common these days. And it gets you to travel to the Exodar. You meet with Velen, who says, ah, we got to do shit. And then you get, and then you fly to Argus. Whee! <laughs> in your own ship, right? You use the Vindicar, which is the ship that is going to be your base for that patch, if I understand correctly. Does anyone yeah, here think you'll be like in, are we going to have any in space, like Starfield like flying thing? Like, is that going to happen? Is it going to be too sci-fi to pull that off? I think it's, well, we're going to be on the ship and maybe that ship is going to be above uh, Argus, so a little bit, but you don't really have to fly too far because Illidan did his business, and now Argus is basically a, a couple of you know steps away from uh, uh, Azeroth. Literally, yeah. it's, it's, it's moon right distance. There. Moon distance. Exactly. Yeah. So, Garrett, you don't do you want like a jump to light speed moment because you're a Star Star Wars fan? Uh, I mean, of, of course I do. But uh, <laughs> like Patrick said, it's it's we're now we're now Argus adjacent. We're conveniently located on Argus front property. Yeah, that's true. We're we are within their jur jurisdiction, as it turns out. Yeah. So, however, yeah. Um, there are going to be uh, invasion rifts, which is almost like it feels Diablo-ish mm -hmm. rifts. And those are going to take us to different worlds that the Legion has invaded. That's like a new one of the new features of the patch. And it's going to be, I don't know, some kind of... We don't know exactly what it is yet because it's not implemented. But it's going to be some kind of, uh, you know, dungeon scenario-like activity. Uh, and it's going to be on other planets. So maybe to go to those... No, we're not going to jump to light speed. It's just going to be go through Maybe that portal. portal, click. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but that's one because of them the, the be... Argus is a hub world. It's the home world. It's where you would travel to all other Legion worlds. So it makes yeah. sense that there we can go anywhere. You know, it's mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. Um, I mean, maybe more than I have been since early part of this expansion. Like, I'm very excited to get my teeth into into some new stuff. We don't, they haven't really said how, I mean, we know what item levels are going to be and all that stuff. We don't know about the scalability of these new zones, these three new zones. Uh, so we don't know if it's going to work like Broken Shore where it's, um, you kind of choose where you want to go first or any of that stuff. At least I don't think that's been confirmed um, and the world levels with you or not, but I would really like that to be the case if that's possible. But I wonder if well, somebody, if somebody skipped a lot of rating, okay, and you're kind of just sort of entry level, eye level right now. Are you going to be able to enjoy this, or are you going to have to go grind some shit to get to where you no, want to I be? No, I think... So the way it worked with 7.2 is that you could get very, very easily um, with the uh, 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 7.2 Broken Shore currency, you could get a full set of items that would bring you yeah, to the, the entry level yeah entry level of that patch so i suspect it's going to work like that because the scaling works according to the level the character level mm. not according to the eye level it would make it would make uh, progression meaningless if that was the case but there's going to be some catch-up mechanics and you know same with the um 
with the artifacts, uh, you can very easily get up to a level that gets you millions of artifact resources uh, as soon as you get into that patch. So there, it's not uh, uh, scaling, but there is very significant catch-up mechanics. So you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. able to, uh, within a couple of hours or an hour of starting that new patch, I'm sure you'll be able to play along with everyone else. Well, m yeah. maybe a bit longer. I mean, the, the way the artifact uh, knowledge system works now, it's capped at level 40. Um, it takes about three hours per item research. If you're at zero, I think there's some quick quests that jump you up to like 20. Um, but then you're talking a couple of days um, of just regularly dropping in every six hours. You've got another two um, once you get to um, uh, Artifact Knowledge 40, it's capped, but that's 4 million percent um, extra uh, artifact power. <laughs> but also when you when you have your so you're you're quickly cap out your artifact uh, at level 51 or so when you've got all the talents, which then on the broken shore allows you to start doing quests uh, for the uh, Council of Six when they will then enhance your artifact with four new um, active talents um, that you're Which stuck are crazy, into. Which by the way. Yeah. And then once you've got all of them, so once you're back up to Artifact uh, Power 51, which takes longer because these new talents require more Artifact Power to unlock, um, then you start getting a stacking uh, buff that increases by 300. It's, it's, it's obscene. Um, but we're talking you know, hundreds of millions of Artifact Power at this point. You know, It's a huge, huge thing. Um, Need the squash. But, it's, it's, but the thing is, yeah. to, super to, quick. To Once start, you've done it, yeah. you're done. Yeah. But to to start being able, you know, to get to entry level, like if you stopped playing right after the expansion launched and your item level is like, you know, 750 or whatever, uh, you within a couple of hours you get a full set of items that is going to bring you to 850 or 860, whatever is going to be the new standard for that thing, um, and which will mean you're not going to get destroyed by the mobs on Argus. You're going to be able to play. It sounds you're not like going to have the you max can, stuff. Yeah, go ahead. You can deck yourself out in 850 basically in two days right now. I, I just took my, my paladin from basically pajamas to average item level of 850 in two <laughs> days just by doing the broken chore, yeah. so it's not yeah. it's not that hard. Those are, by the way, those are called paljamas when you get them as a paladin. Oh yeah, paljamas. Pal my, my, yeah. my bad. I missed that on a punny. Hunjamas if you're a hunter. Here's the thing, though. So who's this going to annoy? Because <laughs> this happens every time there's a catch-up mechanic that is like kind of out of control freaky, right? So when things kind of go nuts and you're suddenly able to to boost back up to where everybody else is, the people who worked real hard and ground for months, they're grinded for months to get to where they were are going to be mad. Now, I realize that's like Scott saying, hey, people on the internet may not like a thing. I realize that, and I know that's well, a dumb argument, but it does, you know, does Blizzard... Is Blizzard exposing no, themselves to either, another either, thing? I mean, to be honest with you, if you're playing the game, you're well beyond this anyway. So exactly. you're like at eye level 900, 905, 1000. You know, people people are high. Um, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't get caught up in it. If you get a legendary now from uh, new content, it's at uh, 970. If you've got an old one at 940, you can collect uh, 50 Withered Essences and do a quest, and you get an item that upgrades it to 970. Um it's i don't feel like anyone who's playing the game is upset because they should still be in front of you um it just allows you to actually catch up because that's wow's biggest problem is you know it has to keep giving you more content for the players but then that makes it more and more daunting for the new players mm. so you know 
Well, Siv in the chat says, uh, says Scott, we are not going to be mad. But it's Siv never's mad. You don't count, Siv. You're never mad at anything. You're always nice. I don't know. He he leads my raid. He gets pretty mad. Does he? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, he can be a tough taskmaster, but generally speaking, he's not the guy who's going to chew you out of the car parking lot or something. No, but the thing is, if it was, if it brought you higher than what people have been doing for months, then they would be angry. But here it's like, even with that upgrade, it's, it's competent, like it's minimum to do the new content, but it's well below what the, the level of people that have been playing regularly for months. So I don't think they'll be, you know, probably not a big deal. And and I, I have decent gear on my main, my death knight, but I'm, I'm still not even close to some of the, the top damage dealers in our raid. There's still a very large gap in gear. So even if you're at 850 right now because you caught up in two days, uh, you're, you're still nowhere near uh, even not even the top raiders, just some of the you know the top tier raiders in my raid. We only raid two days a week. So sure. Yeah, and there's some who are doing a lot more than that. And so I'm sure some people out there will go, you suck. You play too many Blizzard games. Well, that's I true. Mean, yeah, you that's... can jump in now on Raid Finder. So first wings out on Tomb of Sargeras, and that rewards um, 885 eye level. And that's Raid Finder. Oh, wow. So you can literally just face roll yourself there. Um, use your <laughs> seals. Um, at the moment in the EU, uh, the uh, nether extract is up. So you can get uh, loads of extra seals each day. Um, but uh, yeah. You can just re-roll on everything, So I had hopefully a, you'll get something. We got an email that, maybe I should bring this up. I'm not going to read the email, but I'm going to just mention what he mentioned because it's kind of how I felt a little bit, and I'm curious if anyone else here did. But the weapon artifact system for this person, uh, they, it got really boring for them, and they just didn't like doing it or working on it. And I wonder if anybody else was in that boat. I kind of was. Like I, As much as I loved the idea of the artifact weapons in their inception, <clears throat> love the idea of how we got them and who we are now and why we have them and all those bits of it. Um, the actual grinding to get them where they need to be kind of wore on me. And I found myself just like, I just sort of want to do daily dailies. Like I feel I, it's weird. Cause I always used to complain about, you know, vanilla dailies, but, uh, or BC dailies, but this, for whatever reason, it kind of put me off over time. And I don't know if anyone else feels that way. You guys are, you know, everyone here is probably further along with their weapons than I am because I kind of gave up on it. I got bored with it. So I guess my point is, uh, what is my point? I mean, I guess catch up's going to help a lot. Did we get bored by the artifact? Yeah. Did you find that to be, uh, I mean, in retrospect now we've got a little time between it. Did you, did you find that to be as compelling as it was promised? No, I love it. Mm. I think it's great. It gives you uh, a, an alternate progression, yeah. uh, and everything you do gives you artifact power. So it's not like you have to do something specific. Like every, you always have a choice, and you also have like three different artifacts that you can uh, get up to a level where you're. I mean, obviously for your different specs, I think it's great. Okay. You guys, you guys agree? Terpster, right. you yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And I was I was poking fun at Greg um, over at Nerdtacular at dinner yeah. uh, about uh, Path of Titans. And he was like, you know what? I oh, kind of feel vindicated say? now because the artifact system in there is basically, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and so I think that's what we would have got if the game had been a bit simpler to be able to add in a load of extra complexity. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love artifacts. I think they're great fun. Um, they do make you feel more uh, kind of linked to your spec. Like, you know, yeah, I'm not a paladin, I'm a rep paladin or I'm a prop paladin. And, you know, it, it feels more uh, invested, I guess, as you pour more and more love into this artifact. Um, I've got um, a warrior ult that I'm playing as well at the moment. 
and the game now is a lot easier to have an alt whereas at launch it was impossible um but once you unlock flying that's account wide mm-hmm. um i think at least i've not tried it on uh, an alt that's not 110 but it probably works um and yeah, yeah, it is. um it's... the artifact system once you hit um well you can do it earlier but when you cap out at 40 you can spend a thousand resources get a bind on account book which then you send via mail they learn that and then they instantly have 40 artifact knowledge as well so then every single drop is just boom your weapons maxed out instantly you can start you know carrying on questing so um yeah i've got a huge amount of time and love uh for where the system is now but i can see how people would get kind of frustrated by it mm. i, just I feel was like... definitely frustrated by it yeah. in the early days yeah. uh but but now uh, mo- mostly because i've always used to bounce around alts and when legion launched uh, the artifact system murdered alts more or less uh but yeah for the points that uh, both terpster and patrick brought up i'm totally fine with it now i i like that uh as they both said, you get artifact power from doing basically anything. So you don't need to focus on it. You can focus on just about anything else and you're you're still picking up artifact power. Yeah. I think I just saw And I also yeah. um just one little thing to that enhances that feeling. Mm. You know, I was I'm still playing my druid and I went I have that uh 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 order hole uh talent that gives you those stupid little plants that mm-hmm. you go get every three days mm-hmm. and i've been doing it since the launch and they never gave me anything worthwhile and for some reason i kept doing it and a couple of months ago i went to get it and it was a special little item and i was like oh my god what is this and it was actually a, a special appearance for my resto my resto artifact and it felt so great that i got that special thing that i'm sure a lot of other people have but I, it feels like it's only me and it makes my artifact even more special and linked to my spec, like Terpster said. And it, I think they've found great ways of, of making it, uh, uh, you know, feel great to have that uh, extra item. And I think it's going to, we're going to keep possibly that and maybe something similar in the next expansion. Oh yeah. See, that's a good question about what, what of that stuff moves forward. I guess we can. Uh, oh, definitely. I think, yeah. well, we saw with, you know, order halls, uh, you know, class halls from garrisons, I hope at least that we get a sensible evolution um, of it. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. Now, has anybody seen these caster animation reworks? I'm, that's always interesting yeah. to me because that makes the yeah, game they're more pretty good. Yeah. moment to moment more fun. Uh, not... I think the, the Elemental Shaman, I hoped, would have been more gloopy uh, when it comes to the fire. The fire is more kind of fire, not lava. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, my, that's me being a, an a-hole and trying to give some criticism. <laughs> um, it's hugely cooler looking a lot more impactful what what melee classes had um at the beginning of the expansion it's cool to see that everyone bar warlocks um are getting um their their bit now Uh, and it looks cool now these new ethereal models can someone explain to me why we would even redo them ethereals because they were as old as bc and look like crap now or is it because we should yeah, that's expect. probably it you don't well, think it's their world was destroyed by the void yeah. um and i think we're now getting to a point where uh we're gonna have to start learning a lot more about the void the void yeah. is the next big bad boy um so um yeah i think that that's probably we're gonna see a lot more of them in the next expansion mm-hmm. uh you know time will tell yeah. but i think uh yeah it should be should be fun i like the idea of a new uh that is a new excuse me oh my gosh Uh, that is a new playable class for whatever reason that's just kind of interesting to me but they don't feel iconic enough for for the game i don't know why i mean well they're they're 
they're space aliens. Like, I guess orcs are space aliens as well, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they would fit. Yeah, maybe. We'll I, I've I've wanted Ethereal as a playable race since Burning Crusade, so this is not helping that desire. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just kind of badass, right? Like just straight up cool. And, but they just but they always feel like, oh, that's the guy who has my bank shit. You know, you don't look at them and go, oh wow, look at the huge storyline we're getting from Ethereals. No, they're just at hub cities hanging around selling you things and keeping your things, and that's what they do. Yeah, they're they're pretty much like right there with the Jinyu from uh, <laughs> yeah. from Pandaria. It's like, oh, that looks cool, and that's as far as we're taking it. Yeah, still saying Hosen is my pick for the next expansion. We'll see. Ugh, <laughs> I think Hosen and Jinyu would be amazing. I'd love to see him join the uh, Alliance and Horde. Oh heck yeah! I think I think they'd be really fun to play, but. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be said for having, you know, firsthand sort of horror from the void. You know, why why should we be scared of the void, man? We've always been kind of annoyed about the Burning Legion. Yeah. But once we kind of put a real uh, dent in the Legion to the point where we ain't got to worry about them for a long time, uh, you've got to think, you know, well, what next? Yeah. It's not called World of Peacecraft. You know, <laughs> who who we be fighting next? And I think, you know, that's where we're going to be finding the, uh, the void and... Uh, people who will help us against it that's a really good point it should never be called world of peacecraft if it's well, ever well i think i think we're hitting the zothmax so it's going to be called uh world of lovecraft oh there you go yeah hey, there hey, you go. Oh, that's pretty good it's not bad at all hp world of hp it sounds like a computer store so don't go there uh, world of overpriced printer ink. There you go. That's the one. We're going to dive into some other Blizzard games now. So for all of you guys that are like, I only want to hear WoW stuff, now's the time to maybe peel out. But uh, we're going to talk about Heroes of the Storm real quick. Stukov enters the Nexus. He is a badass mofo and is totally fun to play. He's a support class. Uh, his abilities are rad. Of course, into the Nexus and core have gone very deep into what this character is all about this week. But I think it'd be fun to just have some quick impressions. Um, Garrett, since you're here, uh, in 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 guest form, um, and I know you love every uh, you love all things. When are we bringing more StarCraft units into the world of Heroes of the Storm? How do you feel about Stukov? Uh, I this has been on on my list of heroes I've wanted pretty much since Alpha. Um, and then I'd also like to lead with if you have played him on PTR and you are not aware, uh, his his trait D ability is currently broken and healing as if the uh, the I believe the level four quest is complete. So he's not as insane as he is on the PTR. Right. He's uh he's pretty busted yeah. on the test run. His right healing now. is way busted, but you just have to get his what's the big push one called? Enormous push uh, something. Uh, it's a uh, something oh, something shove. big arm big arm shove shoving I've just been calling it shove tentacle arm take this character and shove it whatever it is he uh, he does this thing with his big infested arm where he shoves somebody and if they don't have any uh, impassable terrain in the way can literally shove somebody from one end of the map to the other with this big nasty pulsating tentacle arm which in his alternate skin is actually like an octopus squid thing. Uh, it is yep. so well realized and so cool looking. Like I feel like they went all out on this. The animators, the designers, the art on this guy is amazing, and he looks like a support that even non-support players are like, Whoa, "What's this?" I think oh, not since Karazim have I felt quite this way about a support hero. So very, very excited about that dude. Do you think they felt there was another guy with a big arm uh, coming, and they wanted to try and lay down like, <laughs> "Hey, we can. We got pretty cool arms in this." Uh, huh, interesting. Watched it, you know. Interesting. I, I think someone was just watching Akira 
and uh, <laughs> you think that was it? Wanted to go uh, go make a StarCraft hero. Actually, there was some talk from the animator. She said somewhere in a Reddit thing or somewhere that she, that that was part of her inspiration was like that Akira kind of gelatinous, fibrous. Oh, it had, it had oh, to, it's, it's very yeah. yeah. It's very similar. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Massive Shove, by the way. Massive the actual name of the shove. heroic that we're talking oh, about. Oh, exactly. That's called exactly Massive Shove. It, yeah. right. <laughs> very descriptive. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, so what should we call it? Uh, <laughs> Arm of Despair? Uh, what about uh, the thing that pushes you over? Yeah. Creep yeah. Push. Yeah, Creep Push. There you go. I like uh, Terpster makes a good point, though. Like, they got out ahead of it so that they weren't the only large armed character to be announced this week. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> If you're gonna... up against Doomfist, there's no way you go second. Yeah, man. that is true. So uh, here's what I'm going to recommend people do. Check out the Core podcast and check out the ITN podcast, Into the Nexus podcast that Kyle and uh, Garrett hosts and learn many more details than we have time to talk about today about Stukov entering the, the game. But I'm very, I could, could not be more excited about that character. Is and, it? Okay, I have one question. Yeah. Uh, he seemed like he would be relatively easy to play full support. Is that the case? Is he an easy support or is he really hard? Well, he's very, when you say he's very utilitarian, he's not just healing, obviously, although the healing's broken right now, so don't count the healing. But then again, he heals, so, you know, he's got some healing power. His trade is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a way for him to be a, a, a heavy healer, but to me, he feels utilitarian in the same sense as... Karazim, or maybe to a greater extent, Lili, despite Lili's relative simplicity, you can build her in such a way that makes her uh, a real problem for the other team when it comes to silences and stuff. So, I don't know. Gare, what do you think? I, th I think he's, he seems so versatile that it's not going to be a pure healing character at all. It's going to be a guy who wants to push people around. He does great auto attack damage, you know, that sort of thing. I, th I think he's going to be a lot more difficult than people are, are giving him credit. Yes, his, uh, his, his healing pathogen uh, spreads just automatically but if you are not uh, using your trait to get a burst heal out of it um and once it is fixed so that is not it is not always healing for 50 percent additional as if you've completed the level four quest um it the the heal by itself without using d to get the burst heal is minuscule it is very passive healing i would liken it to something like brightwing and i'm sure if you've ever played brightwing you have realized that oh People die when I'm around healing. Yeah. Like it, you, you're not a guaranteed save uh, with a death. Especially, very, especially in passive. his case, he, in his case, he needs people to be clumped. And as we know, if you're clumped, that's sometimes very bad, depending on the other team's comp or their, you know, their strategy in general. We, we went up against a, a Kalthos last night on the PTR with a full five stack, and I was on Stukov healing, and uh, living bombs were terrifying. Yeah, I mean, basically, this healing pathogen is a living bomb, just does the opposite. Hurt, uh, yes. helps you instead of hurt you so imagine that and then getting hit with a with a with that living bomb from a butthole kt which is how i refer to kt every time i see him because he's a butthole <laughs> um i mean it's 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 rough so you got to be careful clumping is bad but clumping is good so you got to make some hard I, choices i think uh, i think when stukov gets released kalthos's stock is going to go way up <laughs> you think so all right he's been i mean he's his stock's always been you know pretty reliable but uh yeah, probably take a bit of a, a leap. That'd be. I'd love talking about these heroes in terms of the stock market. It's a good time. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to Hearthstone. This is actually a big deal, so I'm gonna play this. So uh, Hearthstone announced a new expansion called Knights of the Frozen Throne. It was kind of leaked, at least theme-wise. We sort of had a 
couple of leaks, and maybe Blizzard themselves were partly responsible for that. But Ben Broden, what's his name? What's his name? I forget his name. Dave Jason Cusack. Chase. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, well, Dave did as well. No, yeah. it was fine. Jason Chase. Jason Chase. Okay, who? all right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gone. Uh, they got up. They did a pre-recorded video, uh, which I really like the format of. It reminds me of Nintendo Direct videos, which I'm also a big fan of. Or fan of. It's a little goofy, a little, uh, little stupid, but in a good way. Uh, and they announced this new expansion. So, outside of things like everyone's going to be a Death Knight, which Terpster and uh, uh, Garrett apparently predicted. How'd you guys predict that? For- I forget. Well, we were just saying that. They're not going to add Death Knight as a class. It reduces uh, design space yeah. and all the rest. Yeah. Um, and that you know, we were trying to imagine how they would introduce a theme because we we kind of knew it was going to be Lich King focused. Um, and so we were suggesting, you know, maybe like you know, Frostmorn is an item, you know, card that transforms your hero to do a different type of thing. Um, so yeah, we just pretty much nailed it. Yeah. That's fine. Well Don't done, guys. It. It's no big deal. Well done. <laughs> no big yeah, deal. We were Always 100% accurate. I'm 100%. We were, we were pretty much on, I'd say, 99.9 because I'm humble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one of my many fantastic features. So, um, so, yeah. So, Garrett, explain to me how the hero card works because this is the, the fourth card introduced in the game that is like a, I don't know. The fourth type of card. Type of card, I should say. Yeah, card type. There you go. What does it do? It turns you into a Death Knight, but why and how? And just give us the overview. How does it work? Yeah, well, it's, it's a new type of legendary card, uh, and basically it, it is a card you put in your deck. It takes one of your 30 slots. You're going to have to draw into it, it seems like. Um, they didn't make any comment. Like it was, I don't think they're going to be like quests, like you're guaranteed to get it in your in your uh, starting hand, which it doesn't look like you would want to because the only one we've seen so far costs six mana. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a new legendary card. It has a mana a, a cost associated with it. When you cast it, it replaces your hero mm. um so the example they gave was Deathstalker rexar so this is the resurrected death knight version of rexar so if you were playing a hunter they did not go into specifics about what the hell happens if you're using one of the store-bought heroes they have your... actually oh, uh, oh did you, they you become rexar um, <laughs> oh you just so, yeah all right well that's, <laughs> that's why i was like nah i want it to be a death knight murgle yeah. wouldn't that be amazing yeah, yeah a that's death really knight, just, uh... you know murloc that'd be insane but yeah. I, I guess it's just for their own bandwidth of not having to make yeah yeah i understand ever. yeah yeah I, I understand it's what i expected but that's also disappointing i wanted uh death knight Illyria. that sounds amazing yeah, yeah um, right. anyway uh yeah so it's gonna yeah, replace your hero yeah. I can do without it. <laughs> You're not a big fan <laughs> of the Illyria there? Not a... nah, nah, it's just Michelle Morrow being Michelle Morrow. It's not like it's a, oh, that's a great character. I'm done. <laughs> I just want the art. I yeah, the art's pretty good. The, emotes. The, uh, the art's pretty good. So so the effect is you get additional uh, armor. Uh, what else? What else happens when you become a Death Knight? You, you get you all get, scary. You get armor. Yeah. There's a battle cry, and it replaces your hero power. Okay. And that, and so and with we, your hero power right now with Rexar is that uh, forgive me because I never remember these names, but yeah, two to the face, yeah, two to the face. What what's what happens to Rexar now? What does he get? Well, when you when you cast it, you get five armor. Uh, Deathstalker Rexar's battle cry is dealing two damage to all enemy minions. So it it just does your your two damage hero power to all of the enemy minions that are currently on the board, yeah. uh, and it replaces your hero power with Build a Beast, which reads Craft a custom zombie beast. And basically what this allows you to do um, is to discover 
pieces, as they put it, of two of your former former like dead beasts, wow. basically. Wow. So uh, out of beasts that have previously died along the game, you find pieces of them and mix them together through Discover, and that then combines the stats of both, the mana cost, the attack, the health, and any card text that may have been on them, and then it goes into your hand as a new minion that you have created and you can cast. That's crazy. So it costs kind of two crazy. mana to make, and yeah. then you play the mana to play it. Um, yes. But does this make Stone Tusk Born Out auto-include? Because I think, you know, charge minion, one... I'm like, boom, that's all I'm running is Stone Tusk Boar and then some big mother trucker uh, that I'm going to kind of play out. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. I'm a, I want a Savannah High Main uh, yeah. with one more attack, one more health, oh, and charge. Exactly. Now, now, in theory, and I know they haven't said so, but in theory, all, since all the other characters, and they're so far along, this thing came out in August, so we know it's further along than we thought, but all of the characters, Jaina will have some weird ass thing like this right like she's gonna yes. have some strange equivalent and so will uh, uh whoever else i can't think of anything right. Crosscaster exactly they're trying to put a death knight spin on it so you've got to think like the warrior one will probably be some kind of bone armor or something like that. i don't think we're all going to be zombieing but maybe but i'd imagine like zayna might jayna might get some sort of lifesteal um dot or you know like uh I don't know. So no, it's it, got to be a freeze so, effect. Yeah. It's got to be a freeze. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe, uh, I don't know, what do, what do Frost Death Knights do? I don't know. Whatever they Make do. Make stuff cold. It's going to be Syndragosa. Mm. You, you press two mana and you get Syndragosa every turn uh, who will just be your best friend. <laughs> yeah. It'd be amazing. She, uh, she was the star of that intro video. She was straight up all Jane all the time in that thing, which was cool, I guess. Which makes sense. She was, you know. The thing is, it's weird as well, because as much as it looks fun and like the character art is is quite light, it's quite dark still. Mm. And I was expecting like Knights of the Frozen Throne. I was half expecting like Arthur's to be on the can and just be like, (laughs) I need a a toilet seat warmer or something like that. You know, it's 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 unlike Hearthstone to uh be a little bit more serious you know like old gods i guess was was dark and maybe this is our old gods expansion sure um just I, sorry but, yeah. i have to interrupt i just want to say in the european pr department we had a fantastic proposal for uh the the initial promos of hearthstone that involved some of what you described just now <laughs> and i'm not going to go into too much detail it didn't get made but it would have been awesome oh, exactly you know i can just see like when you're playing hearthstone you're on the can so why not advertise hearthstone with players playing on the can yeah exactly no it's, a, it's still, and, yeah, yeah i love your idea i think that would have been great <laughs> I it love would have it. Been awesome. Yeah, Frozen Throne. I, but it. it is interesting because, like, Karaz- the Karazim, the Karazim, the Karazon, sorry. I'll, I'd take a Karazim expansion, by the way. If you're thinking Blizzard would be a cool idea to do that. But no, the Karazon thing was like, oh, uh, that's a scary, horrible place uh, with bad things that have happened there. And instead, they turn it into a freaking disco party. So it is, it is, it is weirdly not that this time around. Uh, Unguro, yeah, it's a little bit more serious. Yeah, which I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I think it sounds. I mean, all gods was too. I mean, they, they they still it still looks whimsical because of the Hearthstone art style, which has mm. has been I think amazing since old gods. I, I think agree. they've just been killing it. Yeah. Um, the art in that so in I, that cinematic the the whatever you call that animatic thing was really indicative of their recent art stuff, and I love love that look. Um, so more of that. Yeah. I, so there's an artist yeah. called Laurel D. Austin. 
Now, she, I think, is the kind of, I don't know if it's her or if it's someone else on the team, but her art's always the one that kind of stands out to me as like, holy nuts, man, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, this... She did she did Brink um, in the in the UK for, um, uh, what are they called? Um, uh... I forget the name of the, the studio. Right. Um, but she did the key art for Goblins vs. Gnomes. Yeah. Uh, she did the uh, Donassus Aspirant. Uh, League of Explorer key art, the One Night in Karazhan key art. You know, it's this brilliant, fantastic, colourful stuff. She also did the BlizzCon uh, print last year um, that you could buy uh, the kind of the canvasy type. Well, thing wasn't as well. it the? Wasn't it the? She also was the one that did the original art for the the people gathered around the table, the orc and the. And yes. the yeah, 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 the that's her. And the yeah, we stuff. had yeah, her on the show she's, once. She's she was amazing. I oh, really. Yeah, we interviewed her not, forever yeah. ago, wow. and I'd love well, to have her go. back. She was. She's really. I mean, she's I just, just phenomenal artist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like I said, it's just it's always really cool. And I don't know if it's her style that's been adopted, or if she's adopting a you know kind of an art direction from someone else. Um, but yeah, man, they nail it. Yeah, we're all bad. Yeah, Every artist looked like her work in the uh, in the cinematic. Lizard artists continue to make the rest of the world look bad. I'm telling you, that's how it works. Um, anyway, it was a cool presentation. Oh, life steal—that's a thing. So get excited. Yeah. Is that already a thing? Couldn't you do some life stealing? It, is, it no. is already a thing. It just is didn't it? have a keyword. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, that's the difference. Okay, I was trying to understand because I felt like I felt like mechanically there were times where I could, you know, certain cards would steal life, but now. Yeah. Now they, I mean, that's already a, like lifesteal feels like one of those words that's you could apply to every game Blizzard ever made um, in some way or another. That's a mechanic and it's nice to see it get its own name. Right. I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see cards that already have this effect have be retro hotfix to include now just the word lifesteal instead of explaining that when it deals damage, heal for that much. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, anyway, good job, Hearthstone team. Looks like fun. And Ben Brode was a nutty guy as always uh necromancer this is an important thing to talk about 15 bucks boom rise of the necromancer in your hands been playing it like crazy uh he has served to make zool look like a weenie uh well done (laughs) blizzard we talked about this at length on core so it's worth listening to that but uh it's unfortunate that he is so cool and so op and so over the top that he has made zool and heroes of the storm seem like everybody's ugly but cousin they don't want to talk to you know what have, I mean? Have you played Have you played Zul in the PTR? I have not changed. I played him with his changes. So because he 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 feels a lot like D three necrom or, or uh, necromancer now. Good. Oh really? That's good. Yeah. I mean, it he, can't he, it can't possibly uh, be as crazy. Bone prison now baseline causes your raised skeletons to fixate on the bone prison target. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, it's still not. It's never going to feel quite like the minion army I'm running with right now. <laughs> Well, um, obviously, obviously, yeah, sure, but, but it's it's just always been easier in the past because like Kara's or um, Nazebo feels sloppy and goopy and toady and all the things he does, and it's it's enough, right? It feels like it's enough of a representation of his D three equivalent, and the same for you know the wizard and everybody else. But this guy, dude, just the minute you start, you're like, oh, I'm on normal with him starting out here. Let's bump that to torment three. <laughs> yeah. Because gosh dang it, he's so OP. And I asked John Legrave, who was who was at Blizz or at uh, Nerdtacular about it, and you I think you guys were standing there. I said he is so OP, and he says we had to. And I said, you know, oh yeah, well I guess that sort of makes sense. And he went on to explain. He says that nobody, you know, why would you want to spend money on a character that came out feeling a little wimpy? 
Like, it makes perfect sense to make him crazy. And plus, Diablo's all about your character being nuts and unbalanced. So, And it's PvE, too, so it's not like you, you by having a character more powerful than the others. I don't know that he is that much powerful, uh, that much more powerful at high level. Um, no, it, it is, seems to equal it, out. It seems not, to equal out. I, I agree. Like it's, yeah. it, it You're reminds not taking me, something away from the others. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of Death Knights back in the day. They they just were OP until you hit 60, and then you were like, oh, okay, well, we're starting to get into a groove here. And then yeah, they, they leveled out yeah. at that point. I think the same the same thing has to happen with a necromancer, right? It, it, they just can't be right. <laughs> straight up more powerful than all the other classes currently in Diablo at max level. Yeah, I totally agree. And the, I think the engines, I mean, their engines and systems support the idea of scaling with it so it's i don't think it's gonna be a problem for them but man at first he is just out of control and i've never i was like level 12 running torment 3 story and you know uh adventure mode back and forth kind of just kind of filling things out and it's it was incredible to do that because just the fights were amazing anyway i just can't say enough about it i think his talents and his runes are all pretty great it's very hard for me not to want to just go uh corpse explosion with bloody mess rune <laughs> and nothing else because that is just too much fun and too visceral and it just you can feel it through your headphones and it's just amazing yeah that's what i run to yeah um it's it's like the chain reaction of corpse uh explosions is incredibly satisfying yeah and um so the way i did it uh, first of all really important piece of information um uh, even if you didn't buy the necro um one of the features of set of uh, 2.6 was the challenge rifts, mm. which is basically a set rift with with a set character and a set, uh, uh, well, set of, of items and abilities, uh, which you can run and try to beat uh, the time to get some a little bit of uh, loot, but also to compete against your friends to try who can see who can do the best time. Uh, within that specific context. And for this week, it is a necromancer. So even if you haven't bought the necromancer, you can go and try it out with a specific build, which is really fun, by the way. Um, so you can go try it out. So do that, Yeah. Uh, even if you haven't bought it. But yeah, uh, what I did was I got a powerful level 70 weapon and a gem of ease. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, yeah, it's the one that XP is ridiculous, and now suddenly you're level 70 before you even farted. Yes. So, yeah, basically, <laughs> if you level up your legendary gem of ease to 25, you can slot it into the weapon, well, any item, and that item becomes equipable uh, at any level. So you give it to your level 1, and you're going to be making, like, millions of XP very easily. It makes the trip to 70 very easy. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did that, and now I'm running, I don't know, Torment. I don't know, but I'm 70. It's super fun. And uh, the corpse explosion is indeed the best thing ever. Yeah, it's fantastic. He's really, really fun. I just um, I don't know. I feel like and I know Terpster, when you purchased it, you thought it was a rise of the necro uh, necrophiliac. And, and now you're disappointed because you were really. Well, hoping exactly. For... <laughs> I was looking forward to some, you know, because I, I thought a corpse explosion was a different thing. You know, I thought it was more of a corpse <laughs> eruption. Um and you know but that being said i've had fun still uh different kind of fun to what i was planning but right. i still found it enjoyable yeah. so yeah you know i don't i don't think you should be deterred by that okay good corpse eruption is my favorite van halen song yeah it's really good yeah. <laughs> the second album was excellent good stuff yeah. 
Uh, anyway, the Necro is great. 15 bucks, totally worth it and uh, really fun. You could make one small argument that I'm just going to say real quick, and I haven't messed around with too many other builds based on other people's ideas yet, but I, I do find myself gravitating toward essentially the build they had at BlizzCon. And at BlizzCon, that was the only build. There was no variation. There were no other runes. There were no other uh, abilities shown. There was just kind of this core group. And I find myself kind of sticking with that group with maybe the exception of I don't use, I don't use Bone Lance. I use um, the Mage one. I forget what it's called. Skeletal Mage. Skeletal Mage. And I have a, you know, whatever the rune variation on that that I like. But outside if of that, gives. outside of that, I'm kind of the build that I played at BlizzCon. And I keep trying everything, but I'm like, eh, I'm going to go back and play this build again. I think the way you always gravitate towards the build that you like, and then you sort of switch builds when you get sets mm. and when you get the set that makes another build super viable and you discover the joy of that other play style when you're sort of forced to it and when it becomes like significantly more op than what you were doing because you have that set yeah. um so i think it's normal it's gonna it's gonna come yeah it's awesome and people should buy it i mean look i'm not somebody the other day sent me an anonymous facebook um messenger message and their account was since deleted, so I couldn't reply to them. But it just said, Blizzard whore. And I went, well, yeah. Yeah, totally I am. I am Blizzard's whore, man. I love their game so much that I can't stop playing them. And it doesn't matter which one we're talking about. I don't think you actually know what a whore is then, Scott. But by all means, uh, you know. Why are you having sex with all these people? I just love them so much. I just, yeah, I just, I just love I just these people that I'm having exactly. sex with. They're yeah, the exactly. best. Well, I will say, I will say, uh, 15 bucks is a tad expensive if you're not into Diablo 3. Basically, it's pretty obvious, but if you fell off Diablo 3 and you were like, well, it's not really my thing, uh, probably don't jump back in with the uh, Necro. Jump back in and try to see how much fun you're having with the new systems, sure. with everything that's been happening. And, you know, only then consider buying the Necro. It's not going to get you to love Diablo 3 if you didn't. Yeah. Um, if you love Diablo 3, then, yeah, for all, you know, uh, go nuts. It's it's super fun. Yep. Very good advice. Um, all right. So this deserves a little 8-bit remix, what I'm about to do. This is the victory music. I want an 8-bit version of Overwatch if you want to know the truth. I think that would be great. Really? Yeah, why not? It'd be fun. I think it'd be terrible. I think you'd play it for all of like 15 minutes and then be like, you know what? I should be playing Overwatch. Yeah, it's but just get, I want to play Overwatch now. Yeah, but if yeah, it was like I, a side I, I, side scrolling shoot 'em upy kind of deal, I'd do that. Like a little roguelike. No, just, just give me just, just give me the latest hero as a side scroller beat 'em up, all uh, Streets of Rage. There you I'd go, yeah. nailed it. And then he'll end up <laughs> fighting with his little hand. Yeah. Human leaves with a little hand. Come on, <laughs> use the big hand. Yeah, use the big hand. The little hand shoots knuckle bombs, and the other one's much better. Let's talk about Doomfist. Finally, finally, after all this time, Doomfist, whose gauntlet was much ballyhooed around in the opening cinematic in 2013. It's the same gauntlet, Scott. It already triggered me. Mm. I was like, well, that's clearly a different gauntlet. Yeah, it um, is, actually. You know. <laughs> and I'm sure they've made up some lore about how, oh, that was the old Doomfist gauntlet, and this is actually the third incarnation of Doomfist, and yeah. he has a modified uh, even mega gauntlet. is even more powerful. Well, not really because the the character doomfist yes is the third doomfist but the gauntlet he actually went to steal it 
from the Ah, transport that we had in Numbani, and that was the one that we saw in the original um, uh, trailer, the original opening cinematic. So it is the same. Knuckle Dusters on it. Look at the cinematic. I went back because I was triggered that hard. Firstly, Blizzard got on my wrong side, okay? It's not Terry Crews. I'm sorry, (laughs) Blizzard, but if it wasn't going to be Terry Crews, you should have shut that down a long time ago. You should have been like, guys, we love it, and we think Terry's great. This hero, however, has been in production for some time and all the voices locked. Yeah. Uh, but we love it and we lo- we want to find a way to work with Terry in the future, blah, 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 blah. But they just, ugh, they had to let me hope. Yeah, and yeah. And it was I, never going to be Terry Crews. Well, they, they clearly said it. That's all it would have taken is them saying like, oh, yeah, of course, guys, it's not going to be it. It's a, it's, he's, he's from, where is he from, Nigeria? Yeah, Nigerian yeah, actor. Yeah. Well, he's American exactly. now, but yeah, he's, got to, like, he's a Nigerian guy. Like, you know, Terry Crews does a shit Nigerian accent. So <laughs> we auditioned him. He was amazing. We love him. He's great. You know, he's power blocker. Yeah. You know, he's the old guy as well. But, you know, it just it was it was bordering on racially insensitive. So we've we've just gone with the guy we originally had. Yeah. Um, we love Terry. Well, they, the they can't. They kept. I mean, Terry Crews himself on Twitter was touting all these photos of him at Blizzard, and you're like, "Hey, working on a secret project." And yeah, said, "Listen, yeah, what what? It might still be that he Terry Crews does some kind of voice some at some point, but the problem was, as I said at the time, they can't have Terry Crews be the guy who comes back every three months to record the new event voices for the next thing they're doing." So it was never going to be Terry Crews. And also, I don't think they want those, you know, actual stars to become the focus of the game. They want their characters and their property to to be the focus of the game. So with your second point. Vanity is the issue. Okay. (laughs) Or Terry Crews. Blizzard's vanity getting in the way of another guy just trying to earn a wage. But no, Blizzard has to be the boss. I understand you. I I think we should get a, 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 a... a past Doomfist skin at some point that is voiced by Terry Crews. Yeah, an alternate voice. I thought we were watching so, in the past Doomfist, and then it was going to be Terry Crews at the end saying like, "And now I'm a good guy." Pow, like that, you know, <laughs> something like that. But nothing. So the problem with those other voices, uh, if you remember, they had some other voices for different uh, skins at some point in the beginning. But uh, the issue is you need to call the people back in again when you do uh, different events where they have new things to say. Yeah, if you, you have different voices. This, like they haven't been doing it with a ton of professional voice actors for every game for their entire career. Yeah, as a I guarantee you it's not going to happen anymore because it's too complicated. You can't have five different actors voicing the same character for their different skins and have them come back in to record three voices for that new event. It's just not going to happen. It's just not possible for a small independent game developer uh, that (laughs) sold maybe like 12 copies of their game to have a budget to produce. Oh, hang on a second. They're billionaires. They can do whatever they want. (laughs) No, it turns around and said, Elon Musk, you can't put a tunnel to the airport. He says, oh, really? I'm already (laughs) drilling one. And you're like, oh, whatever, Elon, you're crazy. You can't go to the moon. He says, oh, really? As he circles it, giving you the finger. <laughs> you know, you can't tell billionaires what to do, Patrick. They will do as they please. Yeah. But yeah, and what they please is, is to not be... have different voices for each character. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Have they changed them all now? So like is, uh, is young Hanzo, uh, just Hanzo and all that and Genji. You need to go check, check out if, they, if they've recorded all of the different voices for young Hansel. Hmm. I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, Patrick coming to swing, coming to bat to swing with not enough ammunition. That's ah. right. Bring more gun, bring more ammo next time. Oh, it's a good th- <laughs> sure. transition. All right. You you guys are right. <laughs> Terry Crews is definitely going to be young. Dude <laughs> yeah, that's it. Absolutely. the hype train. <laughs> Woo. Uh, now Doomfish is out. Who are we excited about? Athena. Uh, so, What's the other one? Uh, who, who else is left? I don't know. Luo, Lu- 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 whatever. There's 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 more hype to come. So I, so I, I, so this is important to note, real quick. I talked to uh, Metz in a while ago, and I asked him about. It. I said, "Hey, uh, Orisa is really cool," and he goes, "No idea who she is." And that was the moment I went, "Oh, we're now to the point where we're on to characters where Metzen wasn't at Blizzard to to help design." But I think this one is very likely been in the works since inception, given his oh, yeah. impact on the story. And seeing his reaction on Facebook was was lovely just because I, you know, I still am a little depressed that Chris isn't there and isn't heading some of that stuff up and story and everything. So seeing him excited about Doomfist finally entering the phrase is exciting. Sorry, somebody was saying so, something. We haven't really even talked about Doomfist. Have you guys, do you want, Do we want to explain what he does? Maybe everyone knows, but... Uh... Yeah, why not? Hand cannon. Let's start with that. Doomfist fires a short-range burst from the knuckles of his fist. Uh, its ammunition is automatically regenerated over a short time, so it's kind of a... Um, I guess you could still reload it, force the regeneration. I don't know. I haven't no, tried you can't. You, you can't. You it can't. just reloads like every couple of seconds. You get one uh, reload, okay. and it's almost like a, a, a shotgun type of weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, pellet, it's a pellet-based yeah. uh, okay. projectile. And do you not shoot them... So when you shoot that, do you shoot all of the pellets at once, always, or is yeah. it okay. six yeah. by six for, yeah. and you have four, uh, four charges? Okay, all right. Um, it's not really your main. Obviously, it's not your main method. It's just sort of your, I don't know. Who, yeah. Who's this like? So basically, Doomfist is a character that relies extremely heavily on his special abilities, and his regular gun, which is the you know uh, left mouse button, mm-hmm. is almost useless. I'm not saying completely useless, because close range, it does a lot of damage, a surprising amount of damage, but really, your abilities is what is going to be your bread and butter for that character, not your left click. That's true. Um, so you got hand cannon, which is that. You have seismic slam, Doomfist leaps forward and smashes into the ground, knocking nearby enemies toward him. Uh, which is a little weird physics-wise, but it's fine. Whatever. Suck him in. Uh, rising uppercut sound is just kind of what it sounds like. I loved Jeff Kaplan's It's a sure you can, basically. Yeah, it's a, it's a sure you can. And then uh, Doomfist uppercuts enemies in front of him into the air. Rocket punch. I mean, these If these all sound like combo opportunities, you're right in thinking that, because that's kind of what they are. Uh, rocket punch after charging up. Doomfist lunges forward and knocks an enemy back, dealing additional damage if they impact a wall. So there's some strategy there about walls. They love doing that. I, I do want to say about that ability, it is the most satisfying ability in the entire game, possibly. Whoa. You charge, you know, like your 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 punch, and th- then you lunge forward, and it does so much damage. Like if you if you punch someone into a wall and they, you know, they get knocked back a good five meters and maybe even more. And if they hit a wall and it's the fully charged punch. You're gonna one shot everyone. Not mm-hmm. the tanks, obviously, but everyone else is gonna die instantly. It is immensely satisfying. Um, I really don't and- like the ult though. The ult for me feels like the laziest, ugliest ult in the history of Overwatch. Mm. You press your ult button and basically you turn into like a an invisible reticule and you float around and then within six seconds you either click it or it does it and you charge back down. So you disappear. And then on your screen, you just have like a big blue thing 
which you move around and it like to me it just takes you completely out of the game mm. literally um and then you come crashing back down and if you say move it inside a building in theory i guess you smash through all the walls and roofs and stuff but with no actual thing you just appear in there mm. um i just i, I just ugh, i just like oh this is oh it's a little it's a little like uh the heroic who uh johanna's heroic and heroes of the storm is kind of like that for me uh which i figure which one it is but the one she leaps up and jumps and stuns people it's just a little it's not real flashy and i so i agree this is called meteor strike he leaps into the sky crashes to the ground dealing significant damage the damage is important so maybe utility wise it's great but from a flashy sort of isn't that awesome? i would just rather that yeah. you press q you aimed then he jumped up and did it or something that you didn't just disappear from game and you're just ethereal, and then you come down like some orbital cannon, bam, straight down on the floor. Well, it, it just doesn't. It also serves cool. a gameplay purpose that it serves as an escape as well. The moment you press it, you're gone, mm-hmm. and people can't hit you. Other, if he had to, you know, you had to target first, then you would be in place doing nothing, and you would die immediately. Yeah. So I don't know how you know gameplay wise. I, I I understand it's a little bit wonky, but it doesn't bother me as much as it does you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I get what you're, I, what you're I saying. I get how it's weird if you're the one playing Doomfist, but uh, from a thematic standpoint, I think it's kind of badass yeah. if you're the one seeing Doomfist fly out of the sky and do a superhero landing for, you know, a big AoE splash damage. That's a really good point. Yeah. And you're going to see the reticule. So uh, it'll be red and it's going to scare the shit out of you. So that's kind of awesome from their, their <laughs> yeah, perspective. Yeah. But I agree as Doomfist. Maybe you just have to get into that headspace and realize that what you're doing right now is very scary and those people want to get out of there. Um, and it's a big circle, so it's going to take something for a you know, big fat junk, uh, uh, what's his name, to get out of there, uh, to, uh, Roadhog. You can't Roadhog, just sort of go, yeah. oh, what's this? He's going to get hurt real bad. So, yeah, I like it. I think the whole thing is exciting. I think it's great that we finally have this dude. It's like we got our Magneto. It's like the X-Men were waiting for Magneto to show up. He's the 25th character, and he's definitely going to add some interesting uh, stuff to the mix. So, And by the way, speaking of Arisa, I have gotten way into her lately. Don't know what my deal is. Just took me a minute to warm to her, but I think she's freaking great. I'm tossing. I think she's, she's surprisingly a little, fun to play. Yeah, yeah, a little OP at the moment because um, the cooldown on those shields are like There's nothing. lots of shields, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a pretty good story on the website, too, if you want to go read up on... His origin story, I guess he works for the clan, or he's with the clan that Reaper's part of? He's with Talon. Yeah, Yeah, the Talon. Talon, And he's basically one of the leaders of Talon. They have a council of some kind. And uh, his thing is that humanity evolves through conflict. So you have to hit each other in the head, and that makes you better. You gotta have a load of useless spikes on yourself. (laughs) That'll help you. It looks like they let the the work experience horde artist do it. I just, I hate how, like, tribal he looks. It Mm. just feels so not part of that character. Mm. It's like, you know, he (laughs) believes that so you're you really get not stronger a fan of through. Fist, are well, you? no, because it, it wasn't the Doomfist I wanted. I had a better Doomfist oh. in my head. Um, and his it's name just... is Terry Cruz. Wait, hold on. Yeah, what Terry was your? Cruz, what was your? Just literally from the Old Spice. What, what, what was it. your? What was <laughs> your vision of him? And uh, like well, just the more... thing I don't like. So basically, his his character is apparently one that believes that you know having conflict is good for humanity. Yeah. Conflict breeds strength, and strength you know enhances the human condition. Yeah. And so he's all about you know fighting and he doesn't like overwatch because they don't you know they want to stop fights he's like now nah, we need to be starting more fights that's how we get better 
uh, you know, I want to be stronger and better. And then he's like got all these like twee little spikes on him that aren't going to do anything. No one's getting impaled on these little like they're just there to encumber him in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't like it. I just like, well, mm. anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm with Terpster here. The, mm. the shoulder design makes me want to scream. Well, it just honestly, it looks like someone was like, hey. Do you think the do you think World of Warcraft players like it? We put some horde <laughs> sort of spikes on that. It's just it's just uncool. It just doesn't need to happen. All right. The fist, so, like I said, the fist was cooler before they put a load of spikes all over. But this it. game is so reliant on skins that that will fix itself. Like it's there. You're gonna have skins where there's no spikes. Oh, at all. I see. Now it's pay to enjoy. <laughs> I understand it. I've got a. I gotta buy some loot crates. Okay, Blizzard whore. I get it. I get your. Do, you, do I use the code Frog Pants and yeah. you get a little backhander yeah. as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. They totally do. Fine. Right, so do you enjoy his split play style though? Because apparently you hate yes. everything about. No, 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 no. So it's really fun to run around and hit people. The more you hit people, the more health you get. So it's kind of like, hey, go ham. Get up close and you know do some damage. Yeah. So it's really They're... fun. Um, it makes me feel like Genji could be uh, more melee focus now like they they made his sword obviously his ult and they you know they play test a lot of things but i don't know i kind of like the idea of being up there and just swinging away punching people and all the rest it, it really works yeah so so we finally arrived at a point in overwatch where we now have a hero that plays uh almost like he came out of a fighting game where uh all the people who just reduce it down to oh it's like tf2 can just finally shut the <laughs> f up yeah i don't think anyone's been saying that recently um but yeah, he definitely, I mean, that made me happy. He feels absolutely like a character from a fighting game. His kit is very fighting game reminiscent, and he combos. Uh, one thing we didn't really touch on is the fact that all of his abilities combo together super well. And that's really how you get the big stuff. And uh, as Terpster mentioned, when you hit a character, you get a uh, 30 points of sh- a shield that decay over time relatively quickly. But... If you keep hitting people with your special abilities, you keep getting more and more shields, and that's how you sustain yourself in the middle of a, a team of enemies. And if you manage to, you know, do the dragon punch and then the 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 rush punch and then jump down with the, the the thing that brings people back to you and then you shoot them in the face, you can combo stuff to a surprising um, amount, which will allow you to keep uh, uh, to stay in the middle of everything. And that, I mean, the mobility of the, on the guy is very surprising. Initially you're like, he doesn't have any, um, long range attacks and he's not very mobile because when you're walking around, you're relatively slow. But when you combo all of the movement, uh, abilities together, you become very mobile. You, you jump up with the, uh, rising uppercut and then, um, you do the E which leaps you forward and you can jump like, on on high up platforms with that thing and then combo it with the uh with the launch punch i can't remember the name it, he becomes like not as mobile as genji but he becomes very impressive and he is very much he feels like a character from a fighting game because he doesn't have a lot of long distance stuff yeah. it's he's a very different kind of character and very difficult to play but i think a lot of fun when you manage to connect everything. So he, uh, one of the, the last thing I want to say about him is that um, I have two theories. One, that the fist is a different fist. It's not the same fist. I think the other one is a relic and they're trying to keep it safe, but it turns out in the, in the meantime, he's been working on a replacement fist. So I think that's how they explain that story. Number two. But he stole it. Yeah, he, he stole it. Did he steal it or did Talon steal it for him? Yeah. Oh, maybe he stole, no, no, he stole it, but maybe he stole it to keep it 
and he had another one anyway. He was like, this is mine. I have a new one. Yeah, he's actually a huge comic board. book nerd. So he's going to put it in, you know, neat, <laughs> you know, brand new in box. Yeah, but it'll be uh, mint condition. Yeah, when he's 60, he'll sell on eBay for his retirement fund. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, like that. I mean, he's 46 um, or something. So he's actually one of the older yeah, characters. I, I'm, again, I'm with T here. That's what bugs me about the gauntlet design, too. Because we've, we've had this lead up. We've had this, albeit shallow, storyline leading up where we've had the gauntlet in the game for a while. We've had all of these allusions to Doomfist. We had the gauntlet stolen in game via an update. And then Doomfist finally shows up and he doesn't have the freaking gauntlet. Yeah, it's a little. I Yeah, I can't quite explain that away. But I want. It was busy blue tacking on some uh, some sticky on horns. Here's what and I think like, he did. Yeah, this needs some spikes. Yeah, uh, now yeah. it's a scary fist. Here's my Before theory. Before it was this impossibly huge robot arm, but now it's got pointy bits. Here is my theory. He Those enhancements that he's made to his gauntlet were paid for by his Nigerian email scam that he's running. Yep, yeah. it could be. <laughs> He could be a prince. Yeah, could happen. Yeah, he's and like then a... also because obviously in the in the amazing anime we saw, uh, Winston uh, primal punched his uh, his fist, yeah. and then you know that's what he was the one he got locked up after being defeated by Winston. So he thought, hang on, I need to make sure my fist is punch proof. Yeah, I'm going to put some spikes on it. Yeah. So if anyone punches me in the fist, bam! Ow! Oh, they've just punched spikes. So <laughs> they're not on the right spot though. I could sure no, go. On the knuckle. He's got knuckle dusters. He's got pointy bits on his knuckles, which weren't on the original fist. Um, and then, you know, on his on the rest of the arm, he's got just stupid, stupid pointy spikes. It's yeah. like I said, it's like the Horde um, went and said, hey, you know, everyone love the Horde garrison. Yeah. Let's do that to Doomfist. Let's yeah. just put spikes everywhere. Yeah, the old gear skins will be fine. Here's the thing, though. This this game uh, is is awesome, but man, sure sure could I use some more anime. Um, I think that was awesome. That intro video was real good. I, uh, I I don't know that they're in the you know mood to make more of that sort of thing, but if you want to start telling me some longer form story and do it in that style, psh, all in, buddy. I, think that I didn't great. like it. I oh, thought like Tracer you... looked super generic, oh. and I just you know I I I, I think if Blizzard so you do don't it... like anything today. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, it's not that I don't like anything. I'm just saying that you know I'm not a Blizzard whore. Um, <laughs> though actually I probably closer <laughs> to being a Blizzard whore than anyone. Um, but I would say that I I prefer the uh, CG. I like the the CGI um, stuff they do. Well, yeah, I think yeah, I'm with you on that actually. That's much better. The anime to me just felt like an anime that had been kind of someone had drawn over the top of it and made it look a bit like Overwatch. Um, it didn't feel for sure, uh, but you could like those Street Fighter animes and Tekken animes. I mean, you could you could make some shorter or some longer form stuff cheaper as an, as a piece of entertainment. As far as like stuff exactly. I want from Blizzard, and that's important again for the yeah. small independent developer who's only sold a handful of games. <laughs> uh, I think that they really should be thinking, how can we do this cheaper? <laughs> Not better. So to put it to put it a different way, when they finally do that Netflix uh, series, which we all know they're going to do at some point, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I hope it's uh, CG and not the anime style. You know, so even CG with the low budget version that they've developed, which is which looks awesome, not the full like mm -hmm. World of Warcraft intro movie type. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope it's CG. Yeah, I mean, if I'm picking. I'd prefer that. So, in, in all, just in all, as, as in true tradition, um, MMO champions put up a transcript of the um, the raid encounter at the end of seven three. Mm. I just read through it. Mm. It's it's super beautiful and dark. Um, 
and uh, don't like, spoil. No, I, I won't spoil. And that's what I'm telling people: be careful if you go there, because I started reading it, and then it quickly gets into like you know the end of the expansion, what happens to certain characters, uh, and it's just like, oh, okay, well, there you go. Mm. So that's how that happens. Mm. Uh, so I'm warning others. Yeah, Patrick. thank you for the warning. Is is shit wizard okay? Is he gonna make it through? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna confirm or deny anything, Scott, because okay. I don't want to spoil things. Is this is too soon? Right. It's not even like on the PTR properly. This is like deep data mind. <laughs> mm. I I feel I'm left out of a meme. Is, is shit wizard Cadgar? Yeah, it's Cadgar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. Right. So you even even if you didn't not, know about the meme, you still knew in your heart. Is, you knew in your heart it had to be Cadgar. It was a shit wizard. It, it, uh, in the in the broken shore, you get a quest to get a. Uh, 2500 um nether shards yeah. and he gives his whole thing about oh no it's it's precisely i've done the math okay don't give me any shit okay just go and get them and then you get him back and the quest reward is uh 2499 nether shards he goes oh it turns out i only needed one oh uh, yeah whoops, <laughs> whoops i love that quest it's, just like, it's so satisfying because cat guys <laughs> It takes a while to get those oh, 2,500, you know? Yeah, you're like, yeah. you're really working on it. You're like, when you, when he asks for them and you're like, ah, uh, do I really have to? And he's like, ah, so funny story. <laughs> Actually, it's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. But then you get you get to keep the 400, the 2,499 others. So yeah. it's okay. It's pretty great. It's, so it's like saying, yeah. go out, get a load of money. Uh, you know, work really hard, and then you know what? You can keep that. There you go. You've earned that. <laughs> hey, I know I earned it. it. Took bloody ages. I didn't necessarily want to do it this way, but I. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, had yeah. I known, I'd have stayed in my on my couch in my house. Yeah. In real life. Now, so now you know, Garrett, you, shit wizard, use it frequently. He's the best. He's the best shit wizard we got. It's all we have. All right. All right. I've, I've been calling him uh, Dorian Gray ever since the 7-2 cinematic where they clearly used facial animation or like the facial cues of Dorian Gray from Penny Dreadful for freaking Cadgar because he had stupid, sexy eyes and it bothered me. Oh, weird. I need to go look at that again now that you say that. That's totally true, Sorry. isn't it? I don't know. I think he's underappreciated. I think Cadgar <laughs> has done a lot for uh, Azeroth. <laughs> And uh, he shouldn't be disrespected that way. It makes me feel, even though I have uh, possibly mentioned him by his meme name a couple of times in this episode, uh, I think that this is disrespectful and we shouldn't. All right. Bad, that's bad Dadgar's the, the new thing. So Dadgar, you know, he's always there. He's, you know, he's kind of afterwards, you kind of think like you get a quest off him and then afterwards he's like, good job. I'll tell you what, <laughs> should we play cat? Like, you know, sometimes I don't know if that's my character. Like that to just play catch with Cadgar. And it's just like, it's going to be this, just one day he's going to be like, you know what? I know you've been waiting for this. Come out back. Yeah. We're going to play catch. We're going to fr- Oh, Cadgar! <laughs> I just want to hold you. Hold me as well. Gonna they'll they'll hot fix the game so that when you throw that item, that ball that you can throw the players and it goes in their inventory of their he space, they'll just automatically throw it back to you when you throw oh it to Cadgar. Oh my gosh, I want that to be a thing. That would be so good. Yeah. I want Dadgar to throw me a ball. Value on the auction house as well. It's worth like a copper, but now nah, it'd be worth like a hundred G's. Yeah. Just being like, hey guys, you want to play cat for cat guy? You're gonna need to get yourself some nice ball. Yeah, here's a ball. <laughs> and I hope they don't put it in the patch notes. I hope there's just an update one day, and like two years from now, somebody goes back to the Broken Isles and throws their ball at Cadgar and he throws it back, and we I all love lose it. our minds. I love it. 
I would lose my mind. I know that. But I will not lose this email we got to read. So I'm going to play this now. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Where'd it go? Here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Patrick is pretty good. Uh, we got an email here to the instance at gmail.com to close us out today. This came from Nevermore from Illyria. And she says this. Speaking of secret project games, what if the secret team at Blizzard made a single-player WoW game in the style of Skyrim? It could be set in Northrend, uh, making your way to Ice Crown and even being one of the heroes who takes down Arthas or another story arc. Also, while you were talking about Street Fighter-style games, I was thinking it would be more like Injustice. There's a campaign with a great story, and Blizzard could make it very epic. Thanks, nevermore. Uh, so, to the point of, I mean, I feel like forever people have been saying wouldn't warcraft be awesome if we had a single player more skyrim elder scrolls style adventure thing they're and big it, games so they take a lot of time and effort to make yeah yeah um, I, I don't think that's blizzard's mo anymore mm. i think blizzard's and they're like, and they're can over, we make a small yeah, thing yeah yeah and they're well i mean even if they were to make a big thing the problem with those single-player games is that once they're over, you don't play them anymore, and they don't have uh, an opportunity no. to sell you. I mean, Skyrim oh, there's, is there's... still being played today extensively. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah but there's, there's no tail like on Skyrim at all. There's not a massive yeah. mod community or, like, the 30th freaking re-release of it coming out for Switch. Yeah, exactly, and they're going to... Yeah, you know, I oh, still here's... don't think... I still don't think that would be, I mean... It would work, think... but they take ages. And, like, you know, Zelda is, like, the new Skyrim, and that took years and years and years and years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it all it all makes sense, um, but I can't see them doing it. The other, the other the, problem is... The, the I, secret I, project, I think, is going to be a mobile game, yeah. and I think we're going to hear about it at Gamescom. Um, I think Alan Adheim's little incubator, we're going to definitely get something out of that soon. Mm. Um, I think that Blizzard's ready to pop. Yeah, I think so too. But so to Patrick's point, uh, I'll say this. Skyrim has an extremely active mod community. They have uh, all these re-releases happening, but they kind of are late to the how do we make that game a service uh, attitude the way that Blizzard has. So, so for example, just at E3, they announced this new mod initiative for Skyrim and Fallout that is actually a money-based thing. Uh, previous well, they tried a couple of years ago. It didn't go so well. It didn't but, go well. They kind of blew it. So... Blizzard is only interested in making games if they skew single player into making them long term money makers. Like Diablo is their one foot in, one foot out example right now, um, and they've still figured out a way to make that extend itself and be a, a service less than a single game you bought once and and don't play anymore. So I agree that that's true. I just think there's opportunities. I don't know what those are. I mean, I would like it if Blizzard wasn't just making multiplayer games and supporting an MMO. I'd like them to try new things. Um, you know, I, the, I, certainly Hearthstone's a little different, but it still kind of fits the model. So I'm with this person in that I would love to see, I'd love to see Blizzard have their hands in genres or, or efforts that aren't strictly Blizzard-like. Um, but then I said that before Overwatch, and Overwatch is very un-Blizzard-like in lots and lots of ways. But it does adhere to the business model, and I think that's the thing we're going to have to watch for, is if they're going to do something new, the business model will be very much like what they're showing us now. And it needs to be because I mean, that's how if, they're going to make their money. So if, if past history is, uh, teaches us, uh, something actually it's that they make the games that they want to make and then they figure out the business model around it. It just happens that 
all of them recently have been games that are PvP oriented somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I guess it's possible that they're all like, oh my god, I want to play, I want to make the next Skyrim slash Breath of the Wild, and that's something that they're working on. It's possible. Um, I just don't think it's the most likely thing. I would love it. It'd be great. Uh, I would I would play the living crap out of it. I I but I would argue I would like to get. Uh, if we're doing existing Blizzard properties, any of the other isometric games before before Warcraft, can we get you know? I want to boots on the ground for Starcraft. I want to see an Ultralist towering over me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I want. I, I don't necessarily want Ghost, but I want them to do something in that world that isn't isometric RTS. Um, yeah, I, character story, something, whatever. Well, and I've said in the past, if if all they did was reskin WoW to be Starcraft universe, I'd play it right now and give them all my money. Like just <laughs> yeah. even if it was simply that, you know, like I, I want more than that. But that's how much I want more Starcraft stuff. I want things in that universe and in that world. I want more Diablo things that are maybe outside the norm. We know yeah. they're working on some Diablo stuff. It probably is just Diablo four. But I d- I just want a fighting game. That's you know with Doomfist especially, who's so fighting game like. I mean, actually, I want both. But um, <laughs> you want it yeah. all, dude. You want everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they have, they have, they must have at least two or three teams in that uh, incubator. So who knows? I yeah. want uh, Pokemon Go, uh, but you go raiding. Uh, so I want to go out with all my friends and shout, Lightning Bolt, Lightning Bolt, uh, and <laughs> then get annoyed at Scott for not running out of the fire. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. You can do that, that now. Yeah. Turns out we can fake like all that actual up now. fire. Yeah. An actual fire, actual, you throw rocks when you say Lightning Bolt. And we can wear padded, horrible armor. We can LARP. It's it's called LARPing. Welcome to LARPing, Terpster. It's a thing. We can go do it now. Let's go do it now. You ready? No, Let's I need go. to have a, a on iOS. Oh. That's, that's, a, that's the only way it's going to work All right. Me. All right. I'm with you, actually. I think it'd be fun. Uh, well, that's going to do it for the show. Big thanks to this emailer. And all those who send us emails, the instance at gmail.com is where to send them. We'd be happy to read them on the future show. Uh, Garrett, even though it was accidental tourism, we're thrilled you were here with us today. Thanks for being here, man. <laughs> thanks for having me yeah that was awesome uh, we pulled him in kind of last second as everyone heard and it was great having you uh angry chicken into the nexus tell people where to find all this stuff and where you're at these days uh every show that i do can be found at amove.tv uh so go check that out if there was one thing i wanted to point to right now uh, i've got like five days left on the kickstarter for the next season of embrace the spoilers so go check that out at bit.ly slash embrace the spoilers where if we hit a stretch goal, you can force Jocelyn Moffat to finally see the original Indiana Jones trilogy. Oh, my Lord. What is going on over there with her then? What's that about? Is that a Canadian uh, thing? At this at this point, I think it's just a marketing ploy. <laughs> now, the fact that she hasn't seen it, I think, might be she's young, Scott. Yeah? We don't. We we For us, it's normal uh, to have seen She's it. not right, that young. For, for the record, I am the youngest person on the Angry Chat. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Terpster's older than... Uh, or no, is younger than Jocelyn. I think. I think. Really? Uh, yeah, I think. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah T. How old are you? Uh, I'm going to be 30 in September. Jesus, you're younger than me. Oh my lord. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. It's right. okay because I'm also the most successful. So <laughs> it's fine. You are the CEO of a giant of a major yeah. corporation. That's right. With shareholders That's right. and re- tax returns. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's Terpster always skews uh, older to people, but he's he's just a pup, just a little kid. It's the beard. I, I it's, am, the beard. it's the beard and also the fact that I'm an old soul. Mm-hmm. My favorite band is Huey Lewis and the News, mm-hmm. closely followed by Hall of Notes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like uh, television and movies back when they were made well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I don't like people on my lawn. Yeah. Uh, so I have I have multiple areas but i've seen all the indiana joneses yeah uh all you, three of them yeah the three there's that no exist more than three yeah there's only three everybody forget about that other thing that and was... even if i'm being picky maybe just two yeah yeah you know, I, th- I think you know i remember one with sean connery in and i remember one where you know you're not meant to look in the box maybe that was seven i'm unsure <laughs> but it was, yeah it wasn't yeah. it's not yeah that not that but listen i'm not gonna sit here and let you two you well, don't get yeah. to make fun of Temple of Doom. I love Temple of Doom, so cut it out. Really? Yes. Oh, Scott. Really? It's great. It's do you fun. Like, which, which, do, you, do you like Half Round in it? Is no. Is that what you like? It's Short, no? short Is Round. Because I feel like a lot... Short Round, that's the one. I feel like that's a, where a lot of your kind of it's okay because I've got a brother uh, kind of uh, racism comes from. Um, yeah, I, I can't play that card. I don't have an adopted brother of any nationality. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know. What do you do? Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, there's big problems, but I still enjoy it. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's uh, I think the the worst script of all four Indiana. Oh Jones. my no! lord! No, don't no. don't say that. That's no. horrible. You can't put That's four. Disgusting. You, ah. Yeah, you can't put four oh, script. There's the children yeah. listening. There's only three Indiana Joneses, <laughs> yeah. of which two are pretty good. Yeah, Crystal Skull is nothing more than a vodka that uh, Dan, what's his name, makes. Anyway, that's a weird Dan reference. Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Thank you. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, he's a big fan. Um, all right, uh, so there's that. Patrick, What's uh, you got anything you want to tell people about this week? Sure. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, Overwatchers is a show where we talk about, you've guessed it, Overwatch. Mm. Uh, Garrett was on it until he turned traitor and left. <laughs> Um, and, but it's it's still a pretty good show with uh, Chris and myself when we're going to have a big uh, Doomfist special in uh, just a few days. So go check that out. It's called Overwatchers. And then if you enjoy video games in general, you should go listen to Pixels, which is a gaming show about all of the games. And uh, if all goes well, we'll have Turfster on uh, the next episode, which we're going to be recording in just a few days as well. Oh, very nice. Yeah, you guys are in the days. same uh, same time zone, so that's good. You guys can... That helps. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Closer. Close. It's like an hour. He, he makes an effort uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I was trying to find something a little bit more humorous to say, but then I, I didn't. I think it worked for me. Uh, Terpster, anything you want to mention? I know you just, you know. You're... Oh, so he's got to be oh. on a show called Pixel oh, yes, uh, yeah, on Monday? So you should go. Yeah, exactly. You should all tune into that. Uh, so, yeah, sweet. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, also, uh, more lore, lore shows down the road. Terpster and I have been working on some I'm ideas. i to figure out Scott Draw and join them as well. I oh, my gosh. read through this, um, like, all of the re- the text the voices mm-hmm. from the uh the argus raid yeah because holy moly yeah well, wait so did you put did you put up the the, the one you did at nerdtacular is it available yeah somewhere? it's on youtube it's um it's a oh. kind of obscure and hard to find i'm gonna make some proper links over on the nerdtacular site today but but yeah we had this little experiment we had no idea how it would go but it was me drawing live on an overhead while uh terpster told uh stories in world of warcraft we had wow music in the background we had russell brower there listening and uh it turned out great people really liked it so we you know we're gonna talk we're gonna see if there's maybe a way to make that a 
YouTube thing or I, we don't know. It, none, no promises, no nothing, except that that was amazing and we want to do more with it. So there's that. Uh, so stay tuned. Well, there'll be more. You can find Terpster at the underscore T on Twitter. Uh, you can find Patrick at not Patrick, uh, Garrett at Garrett Art, not Weinzerpel. Uh, you can find me at Scott Johnson and the show at Instance Show. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with another episode soon. I doubt we'll have as much action-packed news as we've had today. This is really quite the week. Uh, but until then, enjoy the games you love, and we'll see you then. Oh, that's wrong, and we'll see Bye! you then. There you go. That's better. That's better. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.